0: Perez is it's in. ILC Perez slides
1: on his knees. This, from a perspective, Alright, hello and welcome back to another edition of the Two Halves Soccer Podcast. We're here right before the start of the third week and I'm with uh Kirby to my right
0: how are you jackson i'm doing
1: good i'm doing good and we got mike across the table from me how you doing mike
2: hey jackson i'm amazing Good to be back with everyone
1: all right well uh we're down two weeks in the mls this year so uh what are some initial reactions you've seen this season that you want to get off your chest
2: i have a lot to say i i gotta say i'm disappointed with the way sporting started that's what we got to talk about local team I was so excited for this season, given that we have so many players coming back. Uh, we have players that are healthy now we didn't have before. And it just kind of lets me down that we have one point, we have zero goals. Yes, there are away matches. Um, but overall, I just feel like there's a lot of talent in the MLS uh, that there hasn't, not necessarily there hasn't been before, but there's some good kids, young kids that are all over the league. And I'm excited. I generally am. How about you, Kirby?
0: Yeah, um, you know, I think this weekend is going to tell a lot going against the Galaxy, but kind of hearing some news today, um, you know, our new left back, Tim, uh, they're just trying to get him sporting fit, so he can play later, same with the new number six. Um, so yeah, even though we only have one point right now, I really think that we can make a comeback, um let's just try to keep the game close this weekend
1: yeah so i'll throw it back to you uh right now we have six or sorry not six we have four teams with six points undefeated we've got Inter miami new england revolution seattle sounders and st louis uh who do you think is uh, a real a real team to contend this year out of those four
2: uh okay so st louis miami who are the other ones uh
1: new england and seattle
2: new england and seattle uh, St. Louis is too early to tell. They obviously got off to a very, very hot start. It's exciting uh, to see that uh, hot start. They have this striker who's been doing really well. Um, I need to watch some more of their games. Obviously, they've only had two ever, yeah. so uh, they have a, a nice test uh, uh, this weekend. So we'll see how, how they do there. Out of those four, I'm going to go with Seattle just because they have some, some more experience. Jordan Morris seems like he's off to a good start. Uh, he's bagged a couple goals. Um, I'll say Seattle
0: yeah I'm going to have to say Seattle too but you know going through the Eastern Conference I think it's going to be Miami and the Revolution later on um, I think we would all agree probably the West is a little bit more difficult than the East yeah um, Yeah. But, definitely. Um, yeah I, I think it's I think it's cool the changes that Air Miami have made um, so that's my opinion Yeah, and
1: I'm I'm just going to stick with the Revs. I mean, last week I said they were, or I guess two weeks ago now, I said they'd be contending. And uh, I'll I'll, I'll hitch my bandwagon to the Revs. I'll keep going with them, you know. Uh, They might be my Eastern Conference team this year. Who knows?
2: I need to watch more of them for sure. Uh, Yeah.
1: I mean, you can't go wrong with Bruce Arena as your coach. Um, He just doesn't throw together losing seasons, so... It's uh, tough not to think that they won't at least be in contention.
2: Any other teams you've been like super impressed with uh, beyond like St. Louis and the ones we've talked about already?
1: Um, I, I guess I wouldn't say super impressed, but just impressed with Minnesota. Um, I mean, they lost Reynosa for something that we still don't know. Uh, and there's, they still got one win out of their two matches, which I feel like is a huge victory. Three points out of six. got to be happy with that when your star player isn't playing.
2: Yeah, I'd say Columbus. They look good.
1: Yeah, Lucas el just such a player, man. He can do it all. I wouldn't be surprised if he's a MVP finalist in the year
0: again. Yeah, and I'll have to say, LAFC, I just think they have a really good culture going on. Um, and, you know, they got a 3-2 win their very first game. Um, it would have been really fun to start the season with the LA Galaxy la fc game that got postponed but that's happening july 4th yeah
2: Yeah. that right because there was a blizzard in in la the
1: old la blizzard so Uh, so i think we're gonna start our first segment this time we're gonna do a a segment so let us know what you think about it uh but we're gonna call it scrap of the week where we're we're just gonna air grievances we have around the soccer world and i can go ahead and kick this one off um i have two from these past two weeks uh, the first one is the Missouri Sports Hall of Fame inducted Matt Beisler into the Hall of Fame from Missouri. He never played a game in Missouri. I don't know what they're doing. Uh, major problem with this. He always played in Kansas. And I looked. Um, Casey played St. Louis in the 2015 Open Cup. So it's like, oh, maybe they played in St. Louis. You know, give him some credit. Nope, that was in, that was in uh, Children's Mercy, which is in Kansas. So I don't know what you're doing in Missouri Sports Hall of Fame, but he is not a Missouri player. And then uh, my son. They second... want to claim him. Yeah, yeah. They're trying to claim stuff that isn't theirs. <laughs> Missouri's just taking elves, and they got to deal with their their terrible state. So, yeah.
2: Kansas wants the Chiefs, and Missouri wants Matt Beasley.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's not a good look. Um, and then my other one is, is going to be a Jim Curtin, uh, who is on record as with an interview with Gold dot com uh, said that Ted Lasso is to blame for perception of American coaches around the world, which. Just a I think a wildly moronic take. Uh, come on, man, it's a TV show, you know.
2: Yeah, okay. I have to admit, I like Ted Lasso. I got through the first season. Do I watch three seasons of Ted Lasso? Should <laughs> I give it another shot? I, I'll, I'll try to keep it going, but uh, I do like what it's done for the for the sport overall. It you know it's funny. Uh, it's got good like wholesome content you know they ha- they have uh such just nice characters nice character development funny jokes so good yeah. good for the sport yeah, i think
0: apparently they had the premiere and the two episodes are apparently pretty
2: good Pretty They're good promising. all right more wow. good, good to come looking forward it, to
0: it
1: leaving it open and as well all right so those are my two scraps of the week that i'd pick fights with uh what about y'all
2: I'm going to go sporting. I'm, I'm just annoyed. I, I know Peter is back. They got him a bunch of money, and sometimes I'm wondering who's in charge of these decisions. I, I love Peter. He's like the reason we, we're here, I think. You know, we had the success we've had. But I gotta just wonder, maybe you can get your guys' input on this are we paying attention to the rest of the league? Cause it just seems like we're kind of on our island. Like you mentioned earlier, Kirby, like we don't trade with other teams. We always get our players from uh, you know, wherever we want them, either the academies or overseas. And then it's it's just like our brand of soccer is, is not, it's like we do our own thing, like to hell or high water, that's what we're gonna do. And I just think we're gonna get killed a few games if we don't, we're making mistakes. We're not clicking, they're not gelling as a team. Maybe it's just early and, and, you know, we don't have some of these key pieces that it's going to kind of come together, and I've just not seen it yet. I'm concerned, fellas.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I do agree with that, but, um, you know, I did see that we have not done a in-league trade since 2019 when we picked up being Phil Hopper again. So that's quite some time. Um, so, yeah, a lot of movement with the roster. Um but hopefully, we get these players fit again. They're back in. I know Polito's questionable for this weekend. Um, yeah, I just think maybe in the past, uh, we were focusing on the regular season too much instead of postseason. Like, mm-hmm. always try and get the number one spot. I think it's about peaking at the right time. But, you know, this weekend this is a big weekend, so if we can getting their point or three points, even better. So I think the guys will be ready to play this weekend. We'll yeah. be there, won't we? Yeah.
1: And I definitely feel the frustration, Like I, I kind of agree. Um, seeing Vermees take two roles, like a non-traditional role as a manager and also a GM functionally, it's it's a tough situation he put himself in, but I think he either has to find his way out or will have to move on somewhat soon because – He's bringing in the players. He's the one that says, these are the players I want to coach, and then he coaches them. So either we're getting bad players or he can't coach like he used to be able to, and he's the only one to blame at this point. So if things don't change, and hopefully the players he brought in are going to be good players because Mm -hmm. what we've seen, they've had successful careers in, I believe, La Liga and the Bundesliga. Mm -hmm. So you'd you'd hope that they have the same quality that they once did and that Vermees can get that out of them.
2: He's had some winners. Eric, Tommy, winner. I think that's – he's great. Keep watching him. The thing, it's just overall quality. and just kind of see what, what happens with them. So, I don't really believe in rewarding. You know, they didn't make the playoffs. What were they? They finished ninth? Tenth? Yeah, they think,
0: yeah, would not
1: have made the playoffs. Yeah, I think it was double digits. Yeah. Does that
2: happen in sports generally? I don't believe it does where you don't make the playoffs and – next year you get a huge extension yeah
1: it was definitely odd it was definitely odd
2: so um, we'll keep watching and supporting and i love sporting kc as much as the next guy but it's like i want that quality i want no. that someone's got to do it and you're right jackson the buck stops with him there's no other i mean sometimes you can say well we got to get new players it's not the coach's fault and well, it's like he's, bring them in. he's bringing <laughs> the
0: players in uh but, now, what about you kirby any scraps you want to start this week Yeah, um, I kind of already brought him up. You know, trades within the league, I think um, think that needs to happen again. Trades within the league, and we'll see about these international players coming in. So hopefully they get sporting fit and we can get them back in.
2: Well, you made a good point uh, a couple weeks ago. It was just about kind of the risk you take on when you take an international player just because it is so much money, and if they don't pan out, it's like that's – four decent other players you could have gotten mm-hmm. so you kind of risk reward um, that situation
0: yeah sometimes it's hard mashing up the leagues too because I think Tim is boot league too seeing what that translates here and so we'll see
2: mm-hmm. I want to yeah. see more Tim more Tim.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah so speaking of you know like seeing players and watching games uh apple TV what 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 are your first reactions on this they just got the deal I want to hear hear what we think
2: so great love it big Apple fan the uh, replays how slow I mean they are really like slowing it down and they have it figured out the presentation announcers overall pretty good it's kind of funny they're all wearing apple watches yeah. But it's that's the deal. It's Apple's deal. They want it to succeed. They need people shelling out sixty bucks for it to be profitable. Um, so we'll see what the numbers are. And Jackson or, or Kirby, you made a point about them being some clause or something if they don't.
0: Yeah, I've kind of heard it from multiple sources. But there's you know there's major upside with this league. But you know we gotta get like a Messi. We gotta get Cristiano Ronaldo. We gotta get somebody. Uh, to drive those subscriptions up so be- yeah
1: and one thing that's interesting is since it is a streaming service is they don't release their ratings so Apple TV hasn't released any information to the mm-hmm. public about how many subscribers they have how many people even stream the game so we're kind of left in the dark about how successful it actually is We're just going off what we see as the fans and I mean like you said Mike is I liked it a lot it seems a lot better the picture quality is great um, it's easy to track on the TV and I mean, even the comparison with Fox—they had for the first game um, last week one on Saturday. Fox looked like they were like in a shack with like a banner behind them, and MLS had this like multi-million—or sorry, Apple TV had this like multi-million-dollar studio, and it looks great. Even when they're just you know talking about games at halftime or pre-game or post-game, it just looks so much better, better and more pleasant to watch
2: when you have a support of a trillion dollar company it goes a long way uh did you notice anything else about just how excited the announcers were and just you can tell they're all trying to sell it and make it exciting i never remember that feeling around maybe it's just because it's one platform it's kind of delivering the entire league it's not all split up i think it's a good thing that's for sure
0: yeah yeah. i know when taylor twelman made his announcement saying that he was leaving espn um he just said that you know he doesn't have to argue with FaceTime anymore. He doesn't have to argue for 30, 30 seconds to a minute. So he really likes the new Apple
2: deal. I'm so, sure yeah. we're happy for him too. Yeah, and one
0: thing I liked about um, Apple so
1: far is when it first signed, a lot of people were a little anxious about the loss of like local commentators, play-by-play announcers, but it seems like they've been doing a pretty good job of matching those up. I mean, Twelman was on the St. Louis game. Uh, last week, um, and then they put a lot of the hometown guys covering their hometown teams, mm-hmm. which is good for the people watching those yeah. games. So it's
0: not total. I, disconnect. Saw, I saw Colby Jones is doing um, the LA Galaxy sporting KC game. Oh, nice. So yeah. then Jacob Pearson's doing 810 as well.
2: That's great. So, and yeah. Bukady got on. I think that was yeah. he was later. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, Ducati was on the Colorado game.
2: And I really liked his partner uh, last SKC game, Saturday evening. I thought they did a good kind of job together. They almost like were two lead commentators. It was a little strange. Uh, yeah. But overall, I liked their presentation. Nate's a good guy. He deserves to, to be with Apple, I think, for sure. Yeah,
1: Yeah, it's good to see them putting pairings together that work in the booth because, I mean, we've watched some games where it's just – I mean, at least for myself, like watching some of the USA games, they just seem to put the most bland, inoffensive commentators on those, like, Uh you gotta gotta have some people with energy in the booth to really sell it, definitely to people who are new to the game, which it has to be the case with all the Apple TV uh, partnership with T-Mobile, that's Mm -hmm. bringing in a bunch of new people.
2: I heard a great uh, commentator partnership the other day. It was one of the Champions League games. I can't recall which one it was, but it was John Strong, the American, and Ray Hudson, uh, the old English guy. Just just an awesome combination. Uh, Really, really good commentary. You can't beat a good soccer commentator, commentator.
1: Yeah, that's good. It's yeah, it's really good to hear. And I mean, that's why those you know clips from uh, Liga MX, that the Mexican announcers, Spanish speaking, are always so legendary, man. They just they go at it. They're nuts. Goal!
2: Love <laughs> it. We want to see some of those in uh, Children's Mercy Park. We'll be we'll be screaming goal from the
1: yeah
2: from our seats. Which do you guys have tickets yet?
1: Yeah, yeah, we got our tickets this week, so we'll be at the home opener. Let's go. Yeah. So uh we'll go ahead and move on to our next segment they will call the Ice in Our Veins Moment of the Week, where we just nominate some of the great things that we saw happen over the past two weeks. Um, did anyone wanna start on this one? Anything sort really stuck out to them as single moments?
2: I'll start, uh, I got some notes here. The they were both game one matchups, uh, opening games. They were for, one was for Atlanta and that was the first one I'll talk about. It was the last kick of the game, ninety eighth minute, free kick. Argentina. He was actually on the World Cup team. I don't think he played too much, but direct kick just blasted upper 90. Everyone goes nuts. Game winner. Last kick of the game. Pretty good. And then there was another one, uh, DC United in Toronto. Just a heartbreaker for Toronto, but nice cross. Uh, kind of, you know, it's wide open at the end of the game. And this Theodore Q. Di Pietro. American, younger kid. Super sub comes in. 98th minute. Another goal finishes them off. So Toronto was sad, uh, but it was a good, good finish to that game.
0: Yeah, I I just have to talk about St. Louis. Uh, I don't think any of us saw this this coming, but you know they beat Austin. They had the Brazilian forward. They beat Charlotte, and what I was seeing also is they had about twenty two, twenty five thousand fans there. So anyway, you could not find open seat.
2: We are uh, going to the St. Louis SKC matchup this year, so we've made plans. We got our train tickets.
1: Yeah, that'll be a, that'll be a fun game. And I know Kirby, you're saying this. Uh, one thing, yeah, I just want to highlight the attendance that we've seen in MLS. Uh, I know Week One at Atlanta, there were sixty-seven thousand five hundred people. Which, just for context and relationally, that'd be twentieth in the NFL for attendance and then Charlotte had 69,000 which would be 14th in the NFL. I mean those numbers are crazy and it's great to see um people like that coming out to games, specifically in the South where a lot of people have seemed to like think that only football can be successful, but soccer's really taken off down there and I mean uh just off the cuff, I mean 69,000 Charlotte's probably more than the Panthers drew on average. I mean, that's a great number that's okay. really showing the growth of this game.
2: Yeah. If you can't beat out the Panthers, <laughs> you know. Just kidding. Yeah. The Panthers good? Oh, no. They're terrible. <laughs>
1: they're, they're terrible. But um,
2: this is not an NFL podcast, that is for <laughs> sure. <laughs> thank, thank God. Yeah.
1: And then, yeah, I also want to shout out the uh, St. Louis City um, opposing center backs, man. They're, mm-hmm. they're doing the work. and they is giving away goals to St. Louis. So I want to highlight them. It's, it's hard to, you know, score goals for the other team, but they're doing it. And they're doing it uh, twice now in the first two games. You know, Austin, uh, I think it might have been their right back, but passed it right back to St. Louis. Easy goal. And then uh, Charlotte Week 2 just heads it into his own goal, you know. It's a bold move, but you got to respect <laughs> them.
2: <laughs> I remember seeing that that uh, poor out, outside back or whoever it was. It's like, <laughs> yeah.
0: ouch, that's... The yeah. Austin FC. Yeah. It's a St. Louis kid as well. Oh, really? So, you know.
2: Well, St. Louis is an exciting story. Maybe they're just so young and dumb. They don't know what they can't do. So they're going to come and make Kansas City look.
0: Yeah. They have an assistant coach from New York Red Bull. So he's installing the Red Bull system and even media day at Apple they're saying they know exactly the game plan that they're installing so
2: and I know you know this Kirby and Jackson too, from what you've played but so much of the game is just the confidence in yourself how your season's going they call it run of form like that's that means a lot like going into a game if you're 2 and 0 guess what that third win is going to be a little easier cuz you have that you know mental belief in what you're doing so it's a big deal it's a big deal we'll see yeah. uh, how the season plays out we'll count our picks and i think we all tied last week yeah. right
1: yeah very anticlimactic last week we all end up with six correct picks uh we post them on the socials um we'll keep doing that if you uh miss something during the podcast you know you can just check the socials of who chose what but it looks like the total right now kirby's still in the lead after that week one um so he had six week two and then nine week one so he's at 15 right now uh mike's right behind eight and six bringing that total to 14 and i'm at 12. Yeah, you know we're we'll, catching yeah, up yeah we'll make a comeback though week three is, i'm feeling good about some picks um so i guess let's just jump there now then talk about some picks i highlighted some matchups that i know were a little differing on that i wanted to dive in a little deeper Uh, First one, let's just start off with SKC and Galaxy. Um, Here in Kansas City, it's our home opener and we're playing the Galaxy. um, Another MLS original versus MLS original here. So we should have a storied history between these two. And um, I'll just highlight a couple stats. Uh, Obviously, we're all going to be leaning towards SKC personally, wanting them to win. Um, so, historically, SKC is 16-3-8 in home openers since the start of MLS, so we're looking to keep that good train rolling,
2: trying to make that 17 wins. But... That is good. I'm changing my pick. I'm joking. I won't. I'll be different on this one. I, I, uh, I don't think they're going to win, based on how they've been playing. But it's a home game, so the fans are going to be excited maybe they'll they will and then i'll be wrong i'm happy to be wrong i'm definitely cheering for them i'm wearing my hoops blue yeah i think
0: we're just struggling um in the center back position so just to make that clear mike
1: you are taking the galaxy for this game
2: officially i'm gonna take what i think is gonna happen he's on the
1: books
0: uh, yeah on the books um Yeah, and is Chicharito still questionable? Yeah, that's uh,
1: what a weird situation. You see, the LA coaching staff got really upset because he disclosed his injury via Twitch stream. Uh, He was not supposed to do that. Mm. He got reprimanded because someone asked him. I don't really follow Twitch at all or any that like watching people play video games. But yeah, apparently someone asked him, "Are you playing?" Like two days before the game, he's like, "No, I'm not going to be playing." and the coaches were not happy with him. Mm. Uh, so that's... It sounds like he probably won't play at best, come on, as a sub, but he's still listed as questionable, so... the, the he only contract gear as well.
2: The only time the coaches were more unhappy with him was when he tried that Penenka oh, <laughs> crazy. Oh,
1: oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Talk about a bad goal. And,
2: and Polskamp just stood there and caught the ball.
1: <laughs> so... Was awkward. Um, Yeah, that was awkward. Yeah, that was a little too cheeky from him. And Uh, uh,
2: for the galaxy, they got this midfielder and another. One of the reasons I think that we may struggle. Well, Puig is pretty good. He's is it?
1: Is I thought it was Puig,
2: but I've been hearing that commentator say Puig, Puig. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with Puig. But
1: I've been watching too much baseball.
2: I'm sure you can get into the Spanish pronunciation. What? Is he? I don't even know. Is he, is uh, he's
0: he, from the he Barcelona Academy. Yeah. So he's, no, he actually got some first team minutes. Oh, well. really? Yeah. yeah.
2: But he's an uh, exciting player. He's fun to watch.
0: Yeah, he just wasn't yeah. in Chavi's plans. Um, but yeah, got some first team minutes once upon a time. Uh, I know he's come out and vocally said he wants to try and get the MVP. Like, that's pretty bold. Um, yeah. But yeah, just watching him going against MLS players, you know, he's tough to stop.
1: Yeah, he's definitely on my notes as uh, someone that Sporting is going to have to take note of and have a plan to deal with because he is just so good in that midfield role that we can't put our defenders in a bad spot where, like we were in Portland, where they're having to do a lot more of the work uh, that has to start from the midfield when. He's probably gonna. Remy's gonna have to be all over him if we want to have a chance to win. Yeah. And
2: assuming to he's the, playing the six again. Remy's gonna be the guy who stops him.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has to because yeah, you know Tommy can defend and stuff like that. But you know, when Hernandez comes on; he can defend. Sometimes we struggle. And he's gonna games. shoot
2: the ball too. I've been watching him. He just yeah. launches it and from outside the eighteen. And if yeah, we'll see what happens. We will guard him and
1: and yeah. watch. And, uh, so, Kirby, are you taking SKC or Galaxy?
2: Yeah,
0: I'm taking. I'm going with my heart. You know, SKC, hopefully we get a win here. I would even be happy with the draw. Um, like, I think it's going to be that tough of a game. Um, yeah, Chicharito, questionable. I heard their back line is pretty spotty as well. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. maybe we can get some goals off. So. Yeah, I'm going SKC as well.
1: Uh, one thing I wanted to highlight, SKC is second in the league on shots on goal. So I think it's time to break through. Wow. Yeah, we are second in the league with 15 shots on goal through two games. And it's got to find the back at some sometime. What better place than a home game, home opener, get the fan support. You're really feeling it. You know, Maybe we'll have Plito back. Maybe we won't, but... Mm-hmm. Someone's going to find the net, and I believe Eric Tommy leads the league in shots on goal with around, I think it was six or seven.
2: Hard shots on goal. Yeah. Smashes at was, the goalie.
0: I was going to say, um, it seems like we don't have very much power on our shots at the moment, but Eric Tommy's doing a really good job of yeah. that. Yeah. I think he's kind of been our standout player so far. Mm-hmm. You no know, proving himself last year and this year, so... Okay, so, yeah,
1: that sounds good. So we've taken – Mike's taking the Galaxy, and Kirby and I are taking SKC, the home pick. But uh, we're looking to change momentum here. So let's go to uh, another interesting game where I know we all took something a little different. Is NYCFC versus Miami. Um, I can go ahead and start on this one. I am taking Miami for this game. I like the way they're playing. Obviously, their form is really good. Two wins in the first two games. Um, I really like Pizarro at the 10. He's looked great. Uh, really opening up opportunities for Miami in ways that I assume they hope Messi will in the future. But that's a whole different thing. Uh, but a big DP signing is paying off right now after they, uh, their former DPs, uh, Iguain left for retirement. Mm-hmm. Leave is a weird word there, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Um, and then NYC, they just looked They, It seems like they're lost on offense um, They haven't really had a solid attacking option In any of their games I've seen this year so They're trying to figure that out after losing uh, Castellanos and Morales over the past two years So we'll see what happens I'm not confident in them And then um, I also forgot Sean Johnson left NYC that always – that just throws me off. We'll get to that in a second because he's in Toronto now, but, God, that's weird not seeing Sean Johnson back there. Yeah, yeah, he's a player too.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm just taking Miami, um, run a form. I think they've kind of figured – they've kind of figured out their DPs and run a form going to NYC, so hopefully they win.
2: Yeah, I need to watch more of both these teams. I, I think I picked NYC. CFC based on it's a home match for them. Yeah, that's. I've that's, watched a little bit of the highlights and just noticed that they're playing okay. So, I uh, both teams are pretty equal, I think. So it's yeah. a, a tough place shoot. to play too. To
1: NYC, the Yankee Stadium is such a unique field in the MLS. Um, man, it seems like goals can be scored from anywhere on that field. Yeah, hopefully if the new project
0: in Queens picks up here soon. $2 billion
1: yeah, I yeah, got it. Sucks <laughs> seeing an MLS team playing at baseball stadium. It even sucks seeing their, uh, you see the picture of their tiny championship banner that's hanging up there. It's like <laughs> probably the size of, I don't know, like 10 by 10. It's
2: like someone picked uh, it up from PBS.
1: Yeah, yeah, it looks so dumb. Mm-hmm. Just hanging up there with all the Yankee crap. And
2: there's something God. to be said for playing in a cool ass stadium, you know, you look yeah. up and fans are there cheering you on.
1: Yeah, I'd love to hear more from players about that, too, because it has to feel so weird just, like, hanging out in what is clearly designed to be a baseball stadium. All of, like, amenities geared towards baseball players, and then just, like, do they sit in the Yankees' locker room? Like, legitimately, are they, like, hanging out in the Yankees' locker room in between halves? That's got to be weird for players. They
2: probably don't let them do it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, But anyway... Uh, we can move on to the to another matchup I know we're all a little different on uh Toronto versus Columbus Toronto's home like I just mentioned they signed Sean Johnson uh, that keeps throwing me off anytime I watch Toronto or NYC it just doesn't quite seem right to me but uh yeah anyone want to start on this one well, I'll,
2: I'll start and I'm basing this off of watching Columbus's last game. Uh trying to remember who it was against but they looked real good they were moving the ball back heels flicks just totally vibing it's tough to beat a team like that i'm not super impressed with toronto i they got michael bradley <laughs> he's good he's yeah, just not, i made a note to him he's not ready head. to to really you know i i was surprised when i saw him
1: playing this year watching some clubs from toronto i'm like this dude's still playing like I thought you would have been in the booth by now. Yeah. What's your What's your guys' take on Michael Bradley? Uh, he is... A relic of an era of U.S. soccer that I wish to forget. I don't know. Um, yeah.
2: He was on the team that lost to Trinidad and Tobago.
1: Yeah. That's, that's a bad place to be in. I don't really want to remember that. World Cup qualifying. Um, it's just like him and... A couple others, God, I can't think of them. But you
2: know who else was on that team? I think Benny Belhar.
1: Uh, oh yeah, Uh, Jose Altidore, former Toronto player. But yeah, just I don't know, he was good, but I think he's past his prime and should probably step away. Be a coach? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he'd be a good coach. But
2: American national team? (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's I can I can go
0: next. I actually have a draw. Um, you know, going through the table and what I've gathered the last couple weeks is I think these teams are about the same. I got called draw every now and then, mm-hmm. so I have two yeah. draws. Yeah, um,
1: for me, I was looking at Columbus. Um, I took Columbus to start this, but I, I think they need to get more out of Sands and Morris, Aiden Morris, the defensive midfielder Sands. Both two young Americans. It looks like they've had okay games, but you expect your young rising stars to be playing a little better. And and I'm thinking that they can turn it around and uh, try to get a win on the road here in Toronto, try to pick up some momentum. because, like Mike was saying last week, uh, Zellerion is just, he can do anything with the ball in that 10 spot. Uh, He was looking good, creative on offense, but the youngsters on defense could step up and uh, do a little more for the team. And I think that's going to happen this week. At least I hope it happens.
2: It's fun watching these games. Seeing who you guys picked, hoping for the other team so you lose and I win.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, We can go go to another game now. Um, Let's throw it to Charlotte versus Atlanta. This is in Charlotte. Another home game for Charlotte. They were home week one, had that amazing turnout. Um, I can go ahead and start on this one. I ended up Decided on Charlotte um, no great reason I feel like week one watching Atlanta they really squeaked that one out last two I believe stoppage time goals to come back and win at home I think that's tough to do on the road um, it just seems like they' it seems like Atlanta has always been able to do this of pulling out these last minute victories at home. Seemingly by the seam of their pants, and I don't know, man. I just, I just can't. I, just, I can't trust that. I can't pick that. So, Charlotte. Um, I believe they're zero points right now. So I think it's time for them to
0: to get on the board. Yeah, that's that was kind of my reasoning as well. Watching Atlanta, their form's not that great, and I think Charlotte's due for at least a tie, if not a win. Yeah. So,
2: I just like to be different from you guys.
0: Yeah, let's go in ATL, baby.
2: ATL, I want to go to a game in Atlanta. It looks wild. Oh, yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah, that's got to be a wild place. I feel like they always have you know some Atlanta rapper leading (laughs) leading the chains too. I know two chains and Ludacris have been down there a lot. Seems like a hell of fun time.
2: I have to arrange that. We uh, have some soccer people, ex pickup players who moved to Atlanta. One uh, guy's named Rolando, cool dude. Oh yeah. He uh, he lives there, so he'd hook us up with a place to yeah. stay if we wanted to get get out there. Nice, so,
1: uh, yeah, that sounds like fun. Um,
2: I think go um, to Nashville, four hours away.
1: <laughs> yeah, that'd be a hell of a trip. Um, I'm gonna throw it to a couple games, so we ended up choosing the same. So a little uh, gonna burst the the listeners' bubble there, uh, but just throw out some, you know, God, uh, some props to to talk about uh, Nashville versus uh, Montreal Nashville's home we all took Nashville um, so let's throw it out there yes no tell me what you think Hani Mukhtar a goal or an assist this game
2: both
0: (laughs) yeah he's gonna get on the board somehow a lot of people have him um, you know MVP candidate Golden Boot candidate so
1: yeah yeah it's tough to bet against him he was a monster last year i, I definitely think he averaged i think because i think he was around 18 goals and like 18 assists so that's I'm on nervous. average doing something a game um uh, so i'll throw it to our next matchup we all took the same uh portland st louis uh, i mentioned this earlier we all took portland uh but my prop does portland allow an own goal
0: does St. Louis keep the streak going three in a row? I think when we play the Timbers, they were very organized. I uh, yeah. I feel like, compared to us, very organized. Did they play LAFC uh, last week? Was that a 3-2 game? Um, I am kind of blanking on that.
1: I did not watch any highlights of the Timbers last week, so okay. let me look real quick.
2: Yeah, uh, Portland lost.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know LAFC won, but... 3-2,
2: I mean, what was the final? I'm, I'm trying to figure I out. I think 3-2 is right, is yeah.
0: 3-2. Yeah, Yeah. so,
1: yeah, a little more organized. A few weeks in, I know Dio Chara can help organize the defense playing that defensive midfielder role, so, yeah. I mean, kind of an easy one. Own goals are kind of rare, so that'd be... I mean, it'll, it'll be a hell of a streak to continue if they keep... Allowing own goals, but... Yeah, so...
2: They finally lose this week, though.
1: Yeah, we all got it. We all took Portland. In Portland, that's another tough place to play. They got great turnout, great fans.
2: They got the chainsaw.
1: Yeah, Timber Joey. Um, <laughs> hell of a tradition there. Uh, we'll go to one more. Uh, Philly versus Chicago. This is... This is going to be a blowout, right? We all have Philly... What, what what are score predictions?
2: 2-0. Uh, I like your comment, what the hell is going in, on in Chicago, and it still is like a clusterfuck. Yeah. Oh. What
1: the hell is going on in <laughs> Chicago?
0: <laughs> Sorry, we can cuss on this podcast. Yeah.
2: No, we can't. It's E for everyone. <laughs> no,
0: they, yeah. they, everyone they have, can hear you cuss. <laughs> no, they have uh, Kai Kamara. brought this up oh, before, God, but he is, he's on his 18th uh professional season, and he says he's in training camp with people who are like 19 years old.
1: Yeah, that's so, gotta be weird. Yeah. I mean, what is this? Hey, this
0: has to be around, what is like 10th, 11th, 12th team now? Yeah. He's been around. But he gets on the field. You yeah. know, I, I watched him play last week. Um, so, yeah, I think I think Philly's probably gonna go 2-3-0. Um, Chicago might be able to squeak something in, but... Yeah, I just heard that they've just lost their identity so yeah yeah
1: I'll stick on the what the hell's going on the Chicago train I just don't know it seems to they don't even know I don't even think they have a Jersey sponsor that's how far like come on you're missing out on a couple million right there they their, I buy a nice their
0: Academy was so good growing up too so it's just like something's going on United States soccer. Uh, has been Chicago for the longest time. So, they're based
2: yeah. out of Chicago. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I think they're looking at moving that, but um, yeah, the game I kind of actually want to talk about is Austin Real yeah, Salt Lake. Yeah, start it off. So, you know, I thought Austin was a pretty good team last year. You know, I think they actually handed LAFC a loss pretty late in the season. Um, I think Real Salt Lake can also be extremely good. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I'm just really curious to see what happens that game. Um, I think I, um, yeah, I did select Austin, but you know, I could see that going either mm-hmm. way.
2: I put draw because I might have no idea. Yeah. So. yeah,
0: I took Austin. I, I
1: mean, uh, Druce is such a good player, such a good striker, creative on. Creative to get the ball in the back of the net, and I—I I don't know, man. Austin's been a disappointment so far. They have got to turn it around. They have to turn it around at some point, and maybe Real can keep it going. Oh, They're a good team. I really like uh, Demar Krylik, one of their players. Just a solid, great player that who I thoroughly enjoy watching, despite not liking Real Salt Lake at all. But
0: you know who they waived this season was Bobby Wood, and he yeah. resurrected his career and. Uh, New England New England yeah so yeah pretty, yeah Bobby Wood's been a bit of a journeyman lately I feel like he's been bouncing around trying to get his feet and I'm just you know I've seen him in the starting lineup stuff like that I've seen him play I think that's yeah. pretty awesome for him
1: yeah so we got a couple more matchups we can just uh, glance over real quick we have Vancouver Dallas uh what are people what are we thinking here
0: Dallas won last week they beat somebody. I think three two or three one. Yeah, they ended up winning last week. Oh yeah, they a good. You know, a good, you know yeah, it was a Galaxy. Yeah, three yeah. one. Um, I think Jesus Ferreira. Had he almost a had a hat game. trick. Yeah, yeah was, a brace. Jesus Ferreira is a great player. Yeah, he's great for the MLS. So yeah, yeah I don't expect him to be here much longer, honestly. Yeah, um, I think um, I think he got citizenship in t- 2019. He's uh, Colombian. His dad played uh, here professionally as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so
1: I, I'm the one different on this one. I took draw, um, I didn't really have a reason for it, but I was like, you know, draws happen every week, why not this game be my draw for, be one of my draws for the week. You know, Vancouver's, playing home, it's always tough to play away that long of travel to Dallas to Vancouver, travel can wear on players, you know, no good reason, but that's what we're doing, um. Next up, we have Cincy is hosting Seattle. Um, I'll start this one off. Again, this I took a draw. I like Cincinnati a lot. I don't like Seattle that much. Um, maybe it's just personal bias, but I like the attack that C- Cincy built. Um, and I think Seattle's just playing... Um, you, you always... You, it's tough to start off a year 3-0, you know, regardless of what team you are, so... That's sort of my basis. Like Statistically, starting off nine points in three games is very hard to do. Um, So I just think this one's going to end in a draw for Seattle.
0: Yeah, I can go. Um, I chose Seattle. I just think they've built an amazing culture, and they're just extremely reliable. I feel like they have not had a bad season in the longest time. Um, We will actually see Cincinnati... Late July and League's Cup. Mm-hmm. so that's gonna be an interesting matchup as well.
2: Yep, I'm uh, also Seattle, just like watching them. I know about their culture. Watch a little bit more. I'd like to go to a game sometime, but happy Jordan Morris scoring goals, or at least he's on the board. You know it's good to have your forward, yeah. forward yeah. score. Yeah. We'll see uh, what happens.
1: Yeah, we got one more matchup, I believe, or two more matchups. The first one, uh, D.C. is hosting Orlando. Uh, I'll throw this one to Kirby because he's the one a little different on this one. Yeah,
0: I um, I actually went with draw just to be different from you guys. Um, I really, you know, for the longest time I was thinking maybe Wayne could get his players ready, mm-hmm. um, but I'm going to draw um, just from you know trying to be different, trying to get a point. Uh,
1: yeah, that the first DC game. It gave me hope that Wayne Rooney may do may be something different. But then watching week two of the D.C. is like, no, this is what I It's expected. not going to
2: work out for him. Yeah. I'm quite confident. And, you know, they did get a player who used to be for Leeds United. You may remember a Mateus Klick.
0: Okay.
2: Uh, so he's on the team now, and, like, he was a pretty good midfielder back in the day. I played with him on FIFA, and I'm like, this guy's <laughs> playing wow. for D.C. United. All right. So Wayne is trying to get some international. Yeah. So I'm not 100% saying it's uh, not going to happen, but yeah, it's... His team. I've been watching some of the highlights of those games since the opening, and it's like,
0: Ugh, yeah, it's, it's. I know like, with the whole um, Apple subscription, it kind of talks about clubs and all of that, and you know, I think at least Wayne has some good things to say. Um, you know, I just think it's a little bit of a dumpster fire. I was at the, I was at the, um, DC United Sporting KC game last um, last fall, and yeah. I I just think it's kind of like SKC 2 out there. So, a little different.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and then our final matchup to talk about is Minnesota versus Red Bull. Minnesota hosting the Red Bull, that is. Um, I'll go ahead and kick this one off. I took the Red Bull. um, Like I mentioned at the start earlier, Minnesota, I still believe, is missing Reynosa. Uh, I just don't trust a Minnesota team without them. I know they have some talent. Um but I also expect the Red Bull, they always have a solid academy, people coming up and fighting for spots, a great system in place. They've been uh, kind of a rough two-stretch these first two games, but I think they can right the ship and, and get three
0: points here in Minnesota. Yeah, I was, I was kind of questioning who should I choose here. I ended up going with Minnesota. But yeah, I uh, before I even got to this game, I was like, Jackson's going to select Red Bull. Red Bull's always your squad. so
2: yeah. I like Minnesota Stadium. Their culture is good. They have good fans. I have a good friend who lives in Minnesota. I like I like Minnesota. Game three. Home game. I'm, I'm actually pretty confident Minnesota's going to win that. So okay. Maybe you and, oh. I, you and I have to do a one-off bet, Jackson. Yeah,
1: maybe, maybe we'll throw something <laughs> together, put that on the socials, and uh, we'll put something at stake there. But, yeah, I don't know, man. Minnesota is a beautiful place. I do love going up to Minneapolis, Saint Paul area. It's definitely worth going to a soccer game there as well. Um
2: That's gonna be its own home advantage as well. The temperature, the colder climate. The teams gotta go there.
1: I don't know. New York it's pretty cold too, man. Mm-hmm. New York, New Jersey. I'm sure I'm sure they're they can stick it out, you know. Yeah. They're they're champs. Yep. Um so yeah, those are the, our picks for the week. Um go ahead and transition to our last segment just uh talk about us soccer around the world uh who wants to take uh take the reins on this one and really kick it off
2: uh i'll go first i have something a little planned uh awesome game uh i enjoyed watching it it was chelsea Dortmund second leg of champions League tie around 16 uh, the game setup—it was just, like I mentioned, second round. Uh, Dortmund had a 1-0 aggregate uh, advantage, so Chelsea had to score two goals to in the second game to win the the tie and advance. And it was a cool game or a great game because there were two Americans on the field. Gio Reyna, um, Gio Reina came in in the fifth minute um, for an injury, so he had played the entire game, and then Christian. I thought his
1: parents were the ones yelling on the sideline to put him in.
2: Yeah, I that heard was that was what happened. yeah Yeah, There was another controversy <laughs> <laughs> Don't even want to go there Anyway, uh, with both of those players It was conceivable that we had an American score goal And a Champions League tie And it ended up not happening But we were uh, a bunch of the pickup group We were all watching it together uh, Well, digitally watching it together uh, Through the, the text group uh, And commenting So it was fun uh, And ended up being a Chelsea win So we're going to watch some more of Chelsea in the Champions League How so. did
0: How did um, Christian and Gio do?
2: Uh Gio looked really good I mean he really is a good player No doubt um, Christian looked a little
0: First game bad. Yeah, yeah
2: And he came in so late You know you come in That late in the game It's like Plus they're trying to protect the lead And he kind of just looked a little like yeah. Like he could have scored Maybe if he just yeah, He just wasn't quite Quite with it But uh, He was on the field So that's good And Assuming he fits within, I think Graham Potter and him have a, a decent relationship. He's, they have plans to, to keep him around, which would, would be good, I think. What do you think about Christian on, on Chelsea not getting minutes? I mean, I think it's an awesome team. He's on an awesome team. Yeah, he's want.
0: on an awesome team, but I think he needs to go somewhere else. Where he's playing. Um, you know, where he's playing 85, 90 mm-hmm. each game. Um, I think we get a better Christian Pulisic in 2026 if that happens Mm.
1: yeah I agree he has to be somewhere that gives him minutes I think think it is a disgrace that Chelsea weren't giving him the minutes I think he is one of the better players in the world Uh, and they gotta do better definitely with the with how terrible Chelsea's offense has looked since he's left like you can't look at that offense and think like, "Yeah, we're doing something right." So you can stay on the bench. And
2: Chelsea, minus their Champions League, they're a mess. Yeah. Right. And yeah. Over to get Thirty into that. players
1: on their roster. Yeah. And yeah. They yeah. spent
2: a hundred million dollars. They
1: spend money, man. Yeah. They'll buy anyone, or at least make a run at them. Um, Kirby, anything you want to highlight from around around yeah. the world? Yeah,
0: I'm just excited for Nations League coming this March. Um, you know. I'm hearing that Gooch Yalu might be sporting director. Mm-hmm. Um at least making contacts with him. Um, you know, it's seeing like Ricardo Pepe scoring overseas, DK's in form as well. Um, I just think we have a lot of upside for twenty twenty six. Um, you know, a lot of people, you know, that in soccer we trust people, um, and other people as well think that quarterfinals, um, you know, that's what we're shooting for in 2026, so.
1: Yeah, I did see uh, Ricardo Pepe, I believe was like made the team of the month for the Dutch league, uh, which was pretty much just all Ajax players besides him. So, I mean, that's always encouraging to see. Definitely in a league like that, where hopefully he can be moved to even a bigger team
0: in Europe. Yeah, yeah I think he can probably go to a different league and be a starter there as well so the ceiling's pretty high yeah so i'm just really interested to see who we call in and hopefully we cap brandon vasquez as well in march yeah yeah that'll be
1: exciting uh so then finally i just want to take a moment to talk about austin's uh concacaf champions league loss like what the hell was this uh they lost 3-0 away they played uh I'm sure I'm going to say this wrong, but Violet, a Haitian team. And I want to underscore it. They are no longer in the first division of the Haitian league. They got demoted. Um, So Austin lost to a second division Haitian team. It's just, I mean, honestly, kind of embarrassing for U.S. soccer. Uh, I thought, you know, Seattle winning last year was great for U.S. soccer and how it fares in international competition. And then we see crap like this.
2: Yeah, that is uh, embarrassing. But you know they're in the game, so that's good. At least they were. <laughs> they were uh, <laughs> playing in the Concacaf Champions League, which not all teams do. True. Um,
1: True.
2: It's a tie, right? So they have another chance to come back and.
1: Yes, there's a second leg in Austin. They would need to score four, win four nothing, or a difference of four. So five one, six two,
2: at least. Which, that's if they lot are lot as bad as you say they are. <laughs> Maybe they come together <laughs> yeah. and make it happen. I mean,
1: I, I'm not speaking from someone who's watched this team a lot. I'm just speaking as someone who can, you know, understand you can't have a good team in the second mm-hmm. league of Haitia, of Hades soccer. Did you
2: watch the highlights? Or was it the defensive mistakes?
1: It just seemed like they didn't even want to play, man. Really? They were just really lethargic looking and, mm-hmm. yeah, making mistakes on defense uh, a lot. I mean, that's what allowed this team to get out to such an early lead to start as well they i mean went into half up 2-0 and
0: yeah hopefully um hopefully the picks aren't locked because you know that real salt lake austin game might need to go real salt lake <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah you can
1: feel free to change it because i mean maybe austin isn't going to turn around maybe maybe there's going to sulk on this defeat for a little bit longer. Um, but yeah, that's that's all I want to talk about from around the world. I mean, there's so much going on though. Um, I guess one last thing, maybe maybe we'll make this a recurring segment: is uh, what's going on with Messi
0: in Miami? You know, what do you think he's coming here? What's uh, when do you yeah. think if you do? Yeah, I think it kind of gets to the point that um, you know what else does he have to prove? Um, apparently, he's got home in Miami. You know, PSG—they're not gonna make a run on the Champions League. Just got eliminated. Um, so, yeah, I just think it's one of those things. Um, I know the commissioner is saying they got to make almost a David Beckham deal. Um, and He had all these clauses in his contract that hit, he had to stay for five years. Mm-hmm. He'd buy a MLS team for $25 million, which... That's you know, a change now. That's a chump change now, and they're thinking about moving it up to $500 million. So, yeah, I just... I just know that would change the league, get one of the best footballers of all time coming to MLS. So that's mm-hmm. my take.
2: Yeah, we also want Ray Hudson. <laughs> I love that guy. No, I I love Messi too. Left foot, just amazing player. Love watching him play every time, and I'm sure the the MLS is salivating, trying to to make it all work.
0: Uh, they're even talking that he could get. You know the team in Vegas when they expand so yeah anything yeah. can happen
1: yeah um I mean to be honest I'm kind of you know done with all the rumors about Messi in Miami I you think you could he'll... talk
2: about it forever yeah I mean, think I think, no end I think
1: of... he'll end up here eventually but until it happens I'll be uh I guess reading articles about it and continuously doing so out of spite but
2: he's coming to sporting Kansas City.
1: <laughs> yeah him and uh, and Ronaldo, him and Ronaldo <laughs> are gonna team up, the make a new super team in Kansas
0: City. I just want to see him and Ronaldo go at each other in MLS. <laughs> that would have been insane.
2: They yeah, uh, they played each other in the the Saudi. There, well, there was some promotional game. Yeah, I did. It was see very that. interesting. It was it's kind of a joke. And like yeah. even the players, I watched part of the game because it was like, hey, Messi's playing yeah. Ronaldo, and it was like, it was a little bit of a joke, but yeah. but fun, you know. All
1: right. Well. I think we're hitting about the end of time that we have, so let's throw it around. You can shout out anything you got going on personally for uh, your soccer life or just anything you want to shout out, so Mike, I'll kick it over to you. Oh yeah, Uh,
2: just lots of league soccer stuff starting. Everyone's really excited about that. Uh, They want to play on some big goals and get some some, uh, beautiful plays strung together, some nice runs, and uh, yeah, then SKC, first home game, I'm going to cheer hard, and... Yeah, have a good weekend, so.
0: Nice. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to the Galaxy game. Um, you know, uh, if the weather was nicer today, I was actually thinking about putting my cleats on, see how i do. Um, but really excited for the Galaxy game. Kind of going to the Cauldron tailgate for the very first oh, yeah. time, or in quite some time. So, it'll be a good yeah. time. Yeah, we'll be, we'll be
1: tailgating this weekend. Uh, that'll be great. Be drinking a lot of that free Cauldron beer. Uh, another couple things I want to shout out, like Mike was saying, league starts. I'm super excited. I got, uh, I think we covered on the first podcast, but I'm a goalkeeper. I bought some new gloves from uh, West coast goalkeeping this past winter. And I'm ready to, to get those babies some action or, you know, hopefully I like it when my team's bad. Cause <laughs> then I, then I have more fun. So, uh, one more thing is that my basketball team for the winter, we're in the playoffs on Tuesday. So, uh, Looking to win, looking to take the championship, but we got one team we lost to, probably by like ten points, uh, so we're matched up within the first round. So we're, you know, if we can if we can sweep this one out, I think the championship game looks good. But I'm that's t- that's all I got going on.
2: I'm taking Jackson's team for that game, just for the record. <laughs> yeah. Put up a double double, Jackson.
1: Yeah, yeah, we'll try, we'll try. But uh, I think that about to close out the podcast. So hopefully. Uh, You can check out all those MLS picks on our Instagram and our Twitter. And other than that, we'll see y'all hopefully next week to talk about more MLS and what's going on in soccer.
2: Hey, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening.